Ladies and gentlemen, damas y caballeros, welcome to Siempre Palante. Hola mi gente, welcome to Siempre Palante, Always Forward. I'm your host, Hirado Luis Alvare. Gracias for listening. I'm back for another recap and who better to join me than Los Primos, Cousin Oz and Tone, hosts of the Cousins Collectibles podcast. In this recap, you will hear insight on previously released episodes, life topics, and current events, all with culture at the forefront. The audio covering just the recap of the episodes is available now on all major podcast platforms. The extended version will be coming soon to my YouTube channel. Show love by subscribing today, liking an episode, and saying hola in the comment section. For more info on this episode and our guests, check the show notes. We'll be back next week with more inspiring cultural content. One more thing. Don't forget to rate, review, follow, like, and subscribe. Every little bit helps, mi gente. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the recap. Mi gente, what's going on? This is the recap. We're, we're recapping episode 13 to 17. We do this in season two. This is something flavorful and unique so that for those that haven't caught up, can get a little flavor, a little sazón, that sofrito. They start tasting and go, you know what? I want siempre pa'lante. And then you can go and binge just like Netflix. You know, you can binge your favorite season, season two. Now, I always bring special guests and these two brothers, Los Primo, I call them Los Primo, but this is Cousins Collectibles. They're building an empire. And, and I'm telling you this because there's nobody in this space right now that is Latino or a person of color that I, that I know. I'm just saying that if they're out there, you need to holler at the cousins because then they'll put you onto their platform. But... They've been doing some amazing things. Met these guys last year at the National. And ever since then, we've been building and, and having some crazy conversations. And big shout out to the godfather, Danny T. And also the other Danny Torres. I, I got I got to shout out the other brother, right? You know, I'm Danny here. boy, Danny boy. Yeah. Danny boy. So big shout out to all these brothers, man, that are doing their thing. But hey, man, I want you guys, Cousin Tone, Cousin Oz, introduce yourself. Yeah, brother. Thank you again, brother. This, this is fun, man. We've been we've been looking forward to to collabing. So, you know, as, as they say, you know, what's happening, what's good, we hear all that good stuff. But brother, we appreciate you, man. This is going to be fun. We're looking forward. This is the first time we do this kind of platform. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to we get to talk a little bit about culture and things like that. So usually it's typically cards all the time. So definitely looking forward to kicking it with you guys. Definitely, definitely. So I'm um, Cousin Oz, the people's mailman. I'm an actual mailman. I came up with that title just because I'm crazy. Um, but yeah, I, I love doing what I do. And Cousin Tony and I, we decided about a year ago to, uh, we both got back into collecting cards as adults about a couple years ago. So we figured, what the hell, why not? We were listening to a bunch of uh, podcasts out there on that topic of you know, collecting cards. And we figured, man, we, we could do something like that and, and tell it from our perspective, uh, you know, being Latino and um, just just our journey in the card collecting realm. And here we are, we're like 76 episodes in, you know, I, I wouldn't say building an empire just yet, but we, you know, we, we striving to do something, you know, we're little by little, we're, we're putting our footprint in the, in the hobby and, uh, you know, just, just each day trying to improve, man. Yeah, man. That's what I'm talking about right there. You know, you, you know, it doesn't matter the time of the day. There you go. <laughs> Cafe um, all day, man. Look, I even got dressed up, bro. I got my, my guayabera, you know what I mean? Yeah, I was like, yo, I had to, I had to come correct for this thing. <laughs> this guy, cousin, Oz, cousin Tone. You know, I had to bring the, uh, let me see to the camera right there. Our Latin things, yeah. you know, represent Fania. You know, everything's cultural, man, uh, and what we do here. Uh, but that's cool, man. And, and you said not yet building it. Listen, you manifest it. I always believe in that. And from your humble beginnings, I remember when your first couple episodes, right, when, when I met you guys to like, I mean, 76 episodes, man. I mean, brother, I haven't even scratched 40 yet. Um, so, hey, man, that's, that's content. And content yeah. is queen and king. 
that's something that sponsors look at. So I tip my hat to you because that's something special, man. And keep keep working on it because I you got you got something something unique that you're doing, and and it's cool conversations. People check it out. They're on all platforms. They're on YouTube, you know. And and the conversations are just real cool, man. And and just I mean, the last one I heard, I loved, man, because it was all about PSA and the Iverson card. <laughs> man. Yeah, man. We listen. At the end of the day, we just like to have fun. So. Like I said, when we decided to do this, it was just about hitting the record button and doing what we always do. We, we've grown up together. We're cousins. You know, we're four years apart, but we've been doing this our whole lives. So it's just simple. We hit that record button and, you know, the rapport is already there. We know how to mm-hmm. talk. So we usually on a Tuesday or a Monday, we drop uh, a guest, you know, so we, we interview somebody in the hobby and we get all the information from them. And then on a Thursday, we do our live show. And then our lives is just kicking it. We call it kicking it with the cousins. So we have everybody just join in. You can go ahead, get on board, ask questions. You could actually, there's a link that you can click in and call just like this and show up and just, just bug out, man. And that's, that's all it is, man. We're just coming into the hobby and bringing a little bit of flavor, a little sasong, you know what I mean? Cause it's, right, it's, right. you know, a lot of, for most of the years, all the hobby, it, it's been one certain way and, you know, it hasn't been real inclusive of, of you know, women, uh, people of color and it is, you know, slowly, slowly, but surely it's coming about, but we want to try to, you know, speed up that process. And, you know, so we, we've been accepted and we're, you know, since we're in the door, we're leaving that door open. You know, we opened that window and we're trying to let everybody in, you know, so you that's how, that's how we rolling. And, and the cool thing is the collaboration piece. I feel like what's unique about this conversation is you guys are in a different hemisphere, right? You're, you're, you're on the other side of the world, but it's all good. Yeah, because when you talk about different topics, it feels like they're they're far apart, but they're not because again we bring that flavor, uh, mm-hmm. being Latino and bringing that touch to it. That sofrito, that's our song. So you're absolutely right. It's unique. Um, anything, anything tone on your mind, man? I mean, you you looking fresh over here? I think you, you ready <laughs> to go get a mojito after this, man? Like, I am, bro. I'm gonna I'm gonna do that, and then I'm gonna play the 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 congas or whatever, maybe, like whatever bro. you need. Maybe. Nah, yeah, dude. It, it's um. Our thing is, it's a labor of love for sure. Because when we're doing this, I love this part. This is this is the easy part. Now we're just in front of the mics. Now we just kick it. You know, the, the preparation that we go into, that's, you, you can't just turn these mics on and just go. Eventually, maybe some people can. For us, we, we like to prepare and put out what we feel is, is the best product we can. And and it's fun. You know, at the end of the day, like Oz says, we're just talking, we're just kicking it. And because we have the rapport, it's easy to, to flow into that. And then with the guests we have, they just kind of, it all goes hand in hand, but yeah, man, it, it's something we enjoy. And man, I can't believe it, man. A hundred episodes is it's, we can see them like the light is almost there. And I mean, <laughs> we didn't think we'd get past two episodes, <laughs> let alone 75. So, and it's fun, man. Like we, like, uh, you know, we, we keep putting our little thumbprint on the hobby with, with the flavor. Our, we, our show is a lot different than most, you know? Yeah. It's about cards, but a lot of times that's sometimes we don't even talk about cards. Like right, it's like, right. you know, but yeah, dude, it's it's fun, and I'm I'm looking forward to doing 200 episodes. We'll see if we get there. There so. you go. And and for people that don't know where these brothers are from, their cultural heritage, Boricua. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, Puerto Rico. Let's go. This is the cousins, los primo. That's why I call them los primo. You know what I mean? Yeah, so right. just just to put that disclaimer out there, man, we got the Cuba Rican connection there right you go. now. Yeah, yeah. You know? So a lot of folks that have listened to Siempre Palante understand it's culture driven. It's all about familia, overcoming adversity and legacy. It's about taking those stories from the source, you know, and really giving people inspiration and positivity so that, you know, when you're doing your thing throughout the day, whatever it may be, you you feel like you've gotten something out of something. You invested your time and gotten something back. And that's what it's about. And it's a time capsule too. It's capturing the narrative, an inclusive narrative. Season two has been an amazing blessing. I mean, I've, I'm right now, uh, this is going to be episode 18. Episode 19 is in the works, getting edited. 20 is coming. I mean, so everybody's like, when are you going to stop? I, I'm. I don't know. I mean, I. I. I know I have to stop because I got to regroup. I got some other projects I'm working on for the show. 
But at the same time, I feel like I've achieved a lot of cool things. And, and I can relate what you're saying. Like when you start, you're like, you don't even know getting through that first one, the second one. Yeah. But when you really see this unfold and your audience starts growing and you're being really intentional about it and what you're doing is specific, even when things are like, for instance, I say this show is loosely script, scripted, like the main show is scripted. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this one's loosely scripted, the recaps intentionally to have these types of cool conversations so people can just kick back and, and listen and, and they pick up something they like, boom. And, and that's the purpose. Uh, so this recaps five episodes. And what I've been doing, the intention of this was to give something different in this season so that people can play a little catch up, but also hear a little bit more uncut Uh it's, you know, we do a lot of nice edits uh, and I can't take all the credit because Santiago Ramones, my man, Santiago <laughs> on the edit, man, this guy is a beast. <laughs> Big shout out to Santiago. Santiago. Yeah, representing Venezuela. <laughs> so, worldwide. Episode, what's up? Say worldwide, worldwide. Yeah, yeah, no, we, we internationally known on the microphone. <laughs> so, no, now you know. And if you didn't know, if you didn't know where I was at, man, too bad because now you know where I'm about to be going. So uh, episode 13, right? Episode 13, Love, Honor, and Respect featuring Victoria Edie Butler, master blender for Uncle Nearest, one of the most decorated bourbon and whiskeys since 2018, 2019, since their inception. Like they've been, they've been rocking like nonstop, like mm-hmm. just heavily decorated most awarded and, and their accolades. And, and listen, I've tried Uncle Nearest quite a few times. I've had a bottle or two or three. Well, <laughs> all right. Um, but it's, it's a great whiskey, great whiskey and yeah. bourbon. So we're going to play clips from each episode and, and then we're going to talk about it and, and just get some feedback from the, from the primos and, you know, cousin Oz and cousin Tone are going to share their feedback and then we're going to move along in each episode. And then we're going to take people on, you know, do some shout outs, uh, there's a segment called Rent Free. I think everybody's going to like that. And then we're going to finish it off with some things that, you know, current events, things that have been going on. We're going to chop it up on that and, and close out the show. So let's let's okay. start off with this, uh, this first one over here. And Victoria, take it away. Our story causes us to reflect because near screen is no longer with us, right? Not physically. But I believe that he's here in spirit, right? So we don't look back reflecting on the bad things that have happened in the past, like Nears being a slave, the story laying dormant for all those years. We look forward. Our blessings are frontward. That's, uh, I mean, I don't know, fellas, just, just, just from knowing Master Blender, you know, the first African-American black woman whiskey master blender. And she's won blender of the year. Like she's won all these awards. I mean, just, just that alone. Um, what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts? Yeah, on that? That's, that's wild that, you know, though that she achieves that. But the thing that I took from that is, is the, the last little bit that she said, blessings are frontward. So it's like, I just, I, I just made some notes here. Just like, you know, obviously we can't, we can't affect what happened in the past. That yeah, like uh, like Daddy Yankee said, um, lo que pasó pasó. That's it. Like it's a wrap. Mm-hmm. So it, um, so she's like, all right, dude. Like you know, I can't worry about what's going on. It's like yo, we got to move forward. Look at that, siempre adelante. So <laughs> how about that? So it's it, and you know, it's like yo, learn from the past and adapt and move on, move on from it. So to 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 hear that, yeah, she's the first, you know, like you said, the uh, first African American woman with you know to achieve this honor. Like all right, so now what's next? And it's cool that she's not gonna dwell on the past. She's like, yo, I'm I'm ready to adapt. And I mean, freaking sky's the limit now. I I, I want to try that. When I saw you post it, I was like, I didn't know what it was at first because like I don't. You just hear of like the the major brands. I don't drink a lot of any whiskey. Honestly, I have some bottles here that I have from when people come. Um, but it's like the the stuff you see all the time. Um, I'm not going to drop their names. They're not paying you, me or anybody here, but it's just the same three or four brands. So to learn that that was, I was like, oh, that's interesting. So 
you know, I was like, oh, wow. So just by you bringing her forward, uh, bringing her to, to light, I'm like, yo, I might just pick up a bottle of that and just have it here for people to have, you know? So, nice. yeah. I mean, you know, you never forget the past. You know, you've talked about that, Hiraldo. It's like, you're never going to forget. That's how you learn your lessons. And, uh, you know, being people of color, unfortunately, our past, they're, they're, they're mired in, in, a, in a lot of uh, things that are, are not too good, a lot of negativity. Um, but we've overcome. And you can tell when somebody of color is put in that position and allowed to flourish, we usually do. And we usually do it better than most if you know what I mean. So it's, it's all about the opportunity and seizing those opportunities. And obviously she's done it. Um, you're doing it. We're trying to do it. And a ton of other people, people of color that are out there, you know, not, not afraid to uh, buck the trend, if you will, and just stay silent. You know, we talked about last time, um, you know, when we used to grow up, it's like almost we were uh, invisible. So we're, we're trying to erase that basically that invisible label and and show what we can do if given those opportunities and obviously she took the you know took it and ran with it and, and here she is winning awards so i think that's beautiful um but again you never forget the past man you know those are the lessons that you learn and you just build on it there you go and and well said well said gentlemen i mean it, it, that's what it is and interviewing victoria i mean just the the title of the episode love honor and respect that's that's that that's that's holds true, and that's what they believe in at Uncle Nearest. And for people that don't know the backstory, I suggest you Google. But I'll give you a, a, a as quick, but not to you know, not to dilute. I mean, this is amazing. Uncle Nearest is the great great grandfather of Victoria E. Butler. He was the slave that taught Jack Daniels how to make whiskey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> From knowing that alone it takes you down a path of wanting to learn more. And that's how I found out about it on this podcast I was listening to. And Fawn Weaver, the founder, right, of Uncle Nearest, who basically just pushed this for, she heard about this New York Times story and she just, man, she just started digging and digging and digging and digging. Next thing you know, here we are. It's 2023 and they are growing leaps and bounds. So, Big shout out to Uncle Nearest, Victoria E.D. Butler, Fawn Weaver. Uh, we love what you're doing. And what I even love more about it is that their board of directors, their team is so diverse. I mean, when you look it up, man, so many beautiful faces of color, you know, and, and it's that's what it's about. You know, it's the sueño americano. That's the American dream. Yeah. So so I really this, this episode was special. Uh, it was you know, and for, and for a little backstory on these episodes, sometimes it takes me a little longer to get guests than others. I reached out to Uncle Nearest when, before this platform launched. And I didn't get, you know, I was like, yeah, hey, we'll, we'll talk to you later on. You know, she's not available now. And, and I get it, man. I understand because you know this. You Both of you know this. When you're growing, uh, people want to see what you're about, right? Are you going to be you know, the little montón. Are you going to be that bunch of podcasts that come out and after two episodes, three, you don't hear about them anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. And, but nah, that wasn't it. So I think after season one, I sent back, I forwarded that email. I said, Hey, I'm checking in again. What's going on? And conversations started. And, and then they started asking me for, for stats and demographics. And, and I had all that because I had a season under my belt. Not only that, there was a lot of things I was doing in the community. So it manifested into something where, all right, what's, what availability you got? I was like, man, I'm, I'm free. Just, yeah. You tell me. You tell me what your availability is. Yeah. I will make it work. You make it happen. Yeah. And, before and, I want to say, before you go into the, to the next one, you mentioned about you found it through a podcast. The one thing I wanted to say about like podcasts is like most of the time everybody's used to listening to regular radio or, you know, or, or Pandora, things like that, where it's just music. Bro, when you find and discover podcasts, whatever, any little interest that you have, you know, there's shows out there and there might be only 10 episodes, but you you find stuff that you're not going to find on the mainstream radio um, interviews or people and just different points of view. I, that's all I listen to now, man. It's like 99% of what I listen to is on podcast form. It's nice. It's on demand. You can just pick it up, you know, whatever. Like it, it's not like live radio. So 
that is such a great, like, I, I love it, man. And, and when you said about, yeah, I might take a break now, nah, man, look, you got, you're building momentum. Everybody's mm-hmm. always told us with this, like in anything in life, consistency. Once you stop, they're like, ah, he do fell off. And then it's tough to, to regain, you know, that momentum that you had. So just, yeah, you know, keep grinding, brother. No, absolutely. And it's, yeah. it's, it's finding that balance, right? Cause when you, yeah. you know, first season, second mm-hmm. season, now I'm almost done with second season, thinking about third, thinking about my Tawakate yeah. Chronicles, you know, these other projects I'm working on, doing something special for hip hop. This a hip hop 50, it's the 50th anniversary of hip hop. I love the, that genre of music. I mean, yeah. heard the intro, you know, I've had ties to it. I've, you know, so there's, there's a lot, there's a lot going on, but at the same time, you're right. Like it's be consistent when you're not working on something, have something else going, keep collaborating. And that's the important piece of collaboration. Like what you guys opening your door to your platform for me, like you open the door for me and what we're doing now. And we still got to get an interview in. So, so for people, <laughs> if you think this is the interview, no, this, this is, this is the kickback. This is like chilling. This is hanging out, the recap. The primos are going to have an exclusive interview. So don't get it twisted, <laughs> mi gente. They're coming. <laughs> so uh, next episode, 14. El numero 14. Number 14. This one's titled El Sueño Americano, The American Dream. Guess sweet it is. This was special. This is featuring the CEO of Vicky Bakery, Vicky Bakery in South Florida, Alex Santiago. And this brother, let me tell you, the, the things that, that this guy has done, you know, as far as, you know, building up this, this empire, but also it's, it's not even building, like he's maintaining. So I want to correct myself there. He's taking a legacy from, you know, he's he married into the family of the, of the founders of Vicky Bakery. And then he's taking this to another level. And it was, it was wild, man. I mean, what he's done, you know, and, and I'm looking at some notes and things from the episode. I mean, it's wow. In South Florida, you can't go anywhere without seeing the Vicky Bakery, uh, you know, and, and it's not even Vicky Bakery, Vicky Bakery. So that's, that's what my, uh, that's what my cousins be saying, but let's, let's, let's get into this clip. The one lesson I'll never forget. My grandmother always told me, cuando tú te acuestas, la cabeza que está en la moda es tuya. You have to think about what you did every day. You're the one that has to live with your actions. You have to be good enough, follow me tranquilo, or else you're never going to rest. Who did I screw? Who did I mess with? I can let me to get to where I am. If you're telling me what's the biggest impact that I, is that one lesson my grandma is true. That's powerful. That, and, and see, so this, this is exclusive right here for the recap because for the promo and for a lot of people might, they might sound familiar. What I've done is any promo I've used, any clips, powerful clips to promote, I use it for the recaps to, to kind of repurpose, but also to reinvigorate the audience and like, whoa, okay, whoa, I see where he's going. Yeah. But this clip is different because it hasn't been released yet. And this was from the show, but I, it was so powerful what he learned from his grandmother. And I was like, this right here, like this is stuff we learned growing up. Yeah. So cousin Oz, I I, I see you nodding and smiling, man. What, what's that? What was your take on it? Bro, you know, just, you got to be able to live with your actions, you know, and his grandma broke it down to him. It, it, it's just, it's just facts. Like you got to be the type of person that's going to go out there and be true to yourself and not try to get over on people. You know, there's a lot of people that out there that they, you know, they do slimy things, you know, it's all about greed and they'll do whatever they can to move ahead. And we talk about it all the time, Hirando, you know, with our culture, it's, it's sometimes a lot of people, it's just about themselves and they get to a certain level and they don't look back to, you know, bring up the rest. It's just like, nah, I'm just going to keep going and going and going for me. And, you know, the three of us here and and what this gentleman here is saying is like, listen, as long as you're true to yourself and you're doing those things that, you know, at the end of the day, nobody can look at you and say, oh, you know, this person, this, this person, that. No, no, no. He's legit. He's doing his thing. You know, he he did it the right way. And you're able to sleep at night. You, you know, your conscience isn't bothering you because, you know, you didn't take advantage of people. 
that's deep. Yeah, I was gonna say like you, 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 I wrote exactly that. You have to live with your actions. This, so like, if I stepped on you to get ahead, I'm gonna have a, probably a hard time sleeping because eventually that's gonna come back. Somebody's gonna know somebody who knows somebody like yo, Tony went and did this just to you know jump ahead. However, if I outwork you, best believe I'm sleeping like a baby every night. Like you know, and that. Again, we go back to our show. We I always tell Oz, we might not have the platform that these guys do, but if we get a chance, we're going to outwork them. And we're just going to do what we do as best we can. And I sleep fine. Yeah. I don't have to do no dirty deals. I don't got to pass no money under the table. None of that stuff. Nah. So if you put your best foot forward and you happen to outwork the next guy, I'll be sleep. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's just about honesty and integrity, you know? Yeah, and that's it. Just being... Just representing, you know, we, we're all brought up a certain type of way, you know, when it comes to cultura, you know, you, you're, you're taught a certain way how to act. Now, a lot of us don't listen to that and we think we know it all. I, I, you know, whatever, whatever. I'm not going to listen to my mom, my daddy, whatever. I do my own thing. I, I, you know, I, I'll figure out a way to get to the top. And sometimes you get caught up and you start seeing things. You start seeing easy money, easy avenues, ways to, to get ahead. And it's easy, you know, that money, once you start getting that, it, it's easy to go down those paths and get grimy. And then before you know it, you sold your soul, bro. And it's too late. And so that money doesn't mean a thing. At, at the end of the day, when, once you get to that level, you see all these people, these celebrities, you know, these actresses, these singers, they, they have everything they want and they're miserable because they know they did all the dirt to get to that level. And it's like, they just, ooh, they just feel dirty every day. Like, uh, they, no matter how many times they take a bath, it doesn't matter. That, 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 that stain is still there. But like when you do it right, and you, you're, like I said, with honesty and integrity, bro, and you get to the top, you got no worries. Like Tony said, listen, I busted my ass. I worked hard. We worked hard. You worked hard. And I look back and I help people along the way. It's golden then, baby. Powerful words from the primos. Los Primo giving you the exclusive uh, <laughs> straight from the source, uncut. No, it, it's, let me tell you, what, what both of you said, I couldn't have said it better. I mean, it, it's, it's the truth. And what Alex stated, I mean, him, he's taking the, the Cow family. I mean, you know, Don, Don Antonio, Helasia, like they came from Cuba more than 50 years ago and started from scratch, man. I mean, selling patelitos, you know on the corner and, and just like, I mean, their story and I, and I encourage everyone to check it out. Vicky Bakery, their story is, is El Sueño Americano, right? Yeah. And there's that connection uh, because my parents came from Cuba more than 50 years ago for El Sueño Americano and they sacrificed everything so my sister and I can get an education. And that was their American dream. And you hear a lot of this, this is a common thread in the Latino community that we come to this country to better ourselves. I mean, nobody wants to leave their home country, but if the home country was in good shape, we wouldn't leave. Right. If opportunities were there, we wouldn't leave. So put that in perspective and, and to all the people that don't understand and try to treat us invisible, man, I am more than invisible. I am very visible and I do everything in my power so that our community is seen and heard. That's why we have these platforms and that's why we collaborate and do these things. And if you don't understand something, take time to sit down and have a conversation. You know, fear is false evidence appearing real, right? Big shout out to Les Brown. If you don't know Les Brown, that's our OG in the, in the motivational speaking Seriously, like I think there's a lot of fear going on, a lot of people twisting facts. Just sit down with your neighbor, you know, treat someone how you want to be treated. So, you know, that's that's something that's that's powerful about these episodes. They mean a lot to me. And, and obviously, when when I curate the content, it's something that I enjoy, but that other people enjoy, too. You know, and, and you can't make everybody happy. We know this. Right. But we can inspire. We can put a smile on people's face, no matter, you know, even the person that doesn't want to smile, you know, I, I always come in a room and I bring that energy and, and I go, you know what, if they don't like it, leave the room. 
It's all good. This is America, brother. Leave <laughs> the room. Everybody holding you hostage, you know? So, but yeah, big shout out to Alex, man, the whole familia, Vicky Bacon, Vicky Bacon y Familia. If you're in South Florida, check it out. You know, they're doing some amazing things. I mean, and, and the man, I go in there, that cortadito, or a pastelito de carne, guayaba, coqueta, compadre, Bro, I'm just fresh off of coming off to from Miami. So I'm, like all that is, is very vivid in my mind. Otherwise, I'd be like, bro, I don't even know what the heck you're talking about like that. But I'm like, yeah, that is, man, I had easily like five gallons of coffee while I was there. bro. Yeah, it's serious. It's serious. And Cousin Oz, I mean, you, you, you've you been, right? You've been to South Florida, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Long time ago, but I've been. So you know, listen, man, when you let too much time go by and you go down there, it's like, it's like thousands of years pass because it's like they're their own country. Yeah, yeah. Florida's his own country. Like yeah. you know, you need another passport to get into Florida. <laughs> yeah, right. Like I mean, you know. See, I'm I'm used to going down to Orlando. You know what I mean? So it's just like Disney. You know, I'm a Disney kid. Uh, my my kids every year since they were born, bang, every year we're going down there religiously. So, but I've been to Miami one time. That was for a business trip, and that was a very very nice time. And I there remember it very well. There you go. There you go. So from that time till now, I'm sure there's things have oh, changed leaps and oh, bounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it's, was whew, that was about 20 years ago. Right. So I mean, I, I, I haven't gone in a couple months, and it's probably like I'll go back and <laughs> yeah, yeah. Big shout out to um to my peeps out there, uh Miss Lushy, who's in season one. Uh also my brothers, better let me tell you, Ish and DJ, they got this podcast that is off the chain. And they just finished do- doing um, Sobe, Miami, the Sobe, uh, you know, the, the wine festival. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, they, they just, they, they have this thing called Ping Pong Pollo. And <laughs> man, these dudes are, you know what? That's a whole nother conversation, man. Let's keep it moving. Ping Pong Pollo. Pong Pollo. Bro, the stuff we come up with is insane, bro. Just, and it works. It works. It yeah, works, man. They got, they got the, the, the adobo, uh, what is it? The adobo wings. Oh, man. Yeah. So, episode 15, El Quince, numero 15. Jamie Broadnack, a movement built to last for generations to come. Jamie Broadnax is the CEO and founder of Black Girl Nerds. Now, this platform is all things media, entertainment, movies, culture. If you need your fix in pop culture and everything around, even current events, I mean, they they got some amazing writers. She's built this up, man, doing her thing. And, and God bless her, man. I, I came across her through, through a post. And it was... Uh, and it was the the post on some black culture history, like to really cool. It was the man. You know what? I, I, I gotta go, I gotta go find this post because see now, nah 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 nah. I gotta do it right. <laughs> I gotta do it right. I gotta do it right. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up right now. But I came across this post, and I was like, wow, like this is interesting. And I and, and you know how it is when you find something that's interesting, you start going down that rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. The post was on Sister Rosetta Tharp. Did you know she was the godmother of rock and roll? Oh wow! Yes, <laughs> yes. And there, her story—that's a whole nother like podcast episode. You can just dedicate a whole episode on her. But yeah, I mean, serious. The music's really, really good. So I learned about that. I say, oh, cool. And then I started going. I was like, you know what? I would like to have them on my show. And Back and forth, back and forth. And next thing you know, episode 15. So let's hear this clip. It's okay to be yourself. It's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to be completely transparent and open about what you represent in this world. Don't ever feel like you have to hide who you are. Don't ever feel like you have to hide your identity. Because there's always going to be a community of people out there that need to see you. (laughs) They need to see themselves reflected in people like you. So wave your flag high. (laughs) Listen, that, that right there for us being involved in sports cars, (laughs) bro, that could not ring truer. Like we don't. So 
we don't hide our ethnicity. Obviously, we don't. But then we also don't smack them. Like, I don't think we smack people in the face with it either, Oz. I don't know. Maybe, like... No. But, but we, we make we people don't aware. The same. We don't look the same. Right. Exactly. Right. We don't... Yeah, we don't... Trust me. Like, 99% of the other podcasts do not look or sound like us. <laughs> They don't. Yeah. They don't manage the no. same. Listen, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, you don't hit them, it, right? You but hit them with it, but you don't have to because it's so, yeah, like just subtle. Yeah. yeah, but it's it's when you see you're right, like in your in the platform that you have. But if you think about in in the niche, right, in the niche, mm-hmm. like that's going on. I said both words. I mean, I I, and, I laugh about that word in itself when I hear the word niche. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, seriously, I mean, when you think about cards and collecting, I mean, predominantly, you don't see a lot of black, brown, Asian, indigenous women, mm-hmm. period. Like men, like you don't see them yeah. in the forefront. There's, there's a lot a of the platforms are white. Yeah. And for you to be breaking these barriers, breaking down these walls, breaking down all these, these silos, and you're cool about it too. You're humble. You're not like, see, and that's the thing. That's where I've, I see this going so far for the both of you because of the, your approach and what you do and your love, like you're having fun with it. So, but I wanted to throw that in there because, you know, it's just giving you, you guys, your flowers. Yeah, because I appreciate it. It's, no. it's true. Uh, but Jamie, Jamie Broadnax, I mean, going back to this, you know, representation matters and she is like black girl nerds like the blurred community. And it's so cool when you really check out her platform mm-hmm. and her interviews are solid, man. I mean, that five stars, like, yeah. I mean, she, she, she was sharing a story with me on the show. One of, uh, so I was like, Hey, what are your top ones? And one of them she mentioned was, um, Edris Elba. Um, <laughs> right. Like I'm like, my man, like, you know, yeah, that's crazy. So, I mean, it's but it's, I, I uh, love the her, her embracing her her nerdiness. You know, I, I always talk about that because growing up, like I was the ultimate nerd. You know, I would play video games. I was a, you know, straight A student. I had my glasses. I had the braces. You know, I was good in sports. I was very athletic. But besides all that, I was just the introvert. Stayed to myself. Stayed home play video games and play with my toys and, you know, and do all that nerdy stuff where you either were cool with it or you would look at me like, yo, what's up with your boy? Oz, yo, he's a little, he's a little weird. You know what I mean? He's a little nerd. My brother used to get on my ass all the time about, and you know, and I had, I developed thick skin from all the, you know, the hazing he would put me through and, and, and the smack talk. Um, and now it's like, dude, I embrace that wholeheartedly. So Tony, you know, when we're talking about that, just being in a hobby, like I, I'm proud to be a nerd, you know, and I floss that. And like you said, it's humble because it's like, we're not going out there being braggadocious about anything. It's just, we have a passion for the card collecting. I have a passion for toy collecting. You go 10, 15, 20 years ago and you talk about, you know, let's just say you're in your thirties and forties. Hey, I heard you got a hobby. What do you do? Oh, well, I collect cards. I collect toys. You know, they look at you like you're crazy. Like what? You know, I remember what was it? 40, 40 year old virgin. Yeah. When he has all the toys, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But that's how it was. Everybody looking at him like he's crazy. Like this dude's a nut. And I'm doing that right now. Like loving it, loving life, living my best life, doing those things that bring the nostalgia back. And I love the fact that Jamie is doing that, you know, just representing black girl nerds, you know, person of color and saying, you know what? This is me. Love me for who I am. You know what I mean? And I'm not going to back down and I'm not going to let anybody tell me I can't do it. So I think that's beautiful. Yes. Like and I want to jump in and like, listen, man. And I got to say, if people don't know, Cousin Oz throws down the meanest MJ Michael Jackson, <laughs> like toe-to-toe routine. Like, man, this guy is no joke. So... You know, that's another topic of conversation. <laughs> but uh, but I had to throw that in there, man. Yeah, oh, man. That, that Mike, Mike was that was one of those things. Like I said, I was very athletic. So when when I wasn't out at the clubs or doing none of that, I was home by myself. You know, I would just put on Michael Jackson and get in front of the mirror. Yes. And just, you know, mimic everything that he did to to the point where, you know, that I was just like zoned in when it came to Mike. That was my boy. There you go. <laughs> 
What's going on, Tone? You laughing over there, man? Uh, yeah, no, he ain't lying. I mean, what you saw there, that was actually kind of like not even how it used to be. So yeah, you know, I mean, like, he's, he still got it, but it was he was all right. He was all right. <laughs> Mira como, oye, este tipo jode, ¿verdad? He loves to hey, like, listen, you know, listen, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll, we'll get to that later. And, yeah. and for people that don't know what I just said, it's, it's Tone throwing the jabs and <laughs> love. That's love. Yeah, like it's just a trip, yeah. man. That's why I In love. In other words, he's saying I got old, but that's all good, baby. Oh, it's all good. Hey, man. Listen, we all we all do. Day by <laughs> we're going to be older tomorrow than we are today. And so I'm going to be honest with you. The clip that he's talking about was from my my daughter's wedding, and mm-hmm. she begged and pleaded with me for months, you know. And I made the final decision probably like a month or two before the wedding to do that because I told her. I'm a mailman. My money is my legs. If I go out there and do some Michael Jackson and I spin or I do the little kick and I tear an ACL or a hamstring, I, I'm, I'm out of work. Oh, no, dad, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Oh. I had to stretch. I had to prepare. I had to practice for months <laughs> to, to get that down. And on top of that, go in front of the entire, you know, the wedding party and, and, and do that. So it was a lot. It was a lot. But yeah, man, yeah. I'm getting old, bro. Ah, man, it's a mindset. It's a mindset. So tell me, what, what's, what's going on with Jamie Broadnax? Would you would you feel about that clip? Yeah, um, like I said, I I that hit me right away just because of where we are in the hobby. Like you know, we wave our flag. We're proud about it. Look at my you know over my shoulder. I collect Roberto Clemente. Yes. So um, and when we're doing the podcast, there's always these things are always in the background. So the Puerto Rican flag is always. Uh, this thing is backwards. It's always being shown, whether it you know subliminal, <laughs> subliminally or not, but it's there. And yeah, that dude, that that out of all the quotes, that's the one that stood out to me the most because we're we're living it right in in cards. So kudos to her. Keep waving that flag, girl. Yep, there you go, yep. Jamie. You know, mad love to you and and the entire team at BGN Black Girl Nerds. I love that. I love that. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah, own like that. that, own that, baby. That's right. And talk about flags. If people don't know, you see the logo for Siempre Palante. I mean, the man behind that inspiration is Papi Francisco Victor Alvarez Arce. You know, que Always paying homage to the ancestors, abuelita, abuelito, all of them that are not here with us in physical but they're surrounding and protecting us in the spiritual. Yes, sir. Next, next up, next up, let's see. This is episode 16. This, this was an interesting one, man. This is my man, Albertus Joseph. Family first, art comes next. Check this out. I recognized as a kid, because my father told me to pay attention, that the real makers and shapers in my family unit and even in my friends' family unit, the neighborhoods I grew up in, that women really ran the show. Honest to my mom and to the strong women in the family unit, the necessary part of society, they bring everything to the table. And because I appreciate and love them so much, I celebrate them. I, I want to go first because I'm going to defer to Oz, but I want to go first <laughs> because the female that most embodies that to me is my man's mother, bro. Like I was just with, uh, we just had a family meeting. We're doing a family reunion and she was there and she's by nature. She's a leader. She's running the show. You know, she had her notes, she had all her stuff. And we're like <laughs> myself and Danny, Danny boy, we're, you know, Danny Boy takes a little jab at her for having all her notes. He's like, oh, I see you have your notes. But hey, she's like, listen, I have these notes because this is how we're going to do it. This is going to be organized. This is not going to be Algarete up in here, just, you know, crazy, you know. So it's going to be very organized and and, and we're going to get it done. And sure enough. And if you see this woman, man, she's all of what? Uh, four, four, five, like, four, okay, eleven. like four, eleven. I right, just not even five feet, man. But uh that that woman totally embodies this quote, and yeah, that I can't think of a better example, man. So, I, like I said, I'll, I that was just a little teaser, <laughs> and I let the the, the mailman. It, it almost, yeah. uh, as I'm hearing him talk, you know, <laughs> and, and showing the respect, you know, for the ladies and the women, the powerful women that we've grown up with, and I just, I'm getting goosebumps. I'm actually getting <laughs> choked up. <laughs> 
No, yeah. but just just thinking about, you know, what my mother means to me and not just me, but a whole community, bro. And when I say this woman, and like Tony said, she embodies this, it, it's the God's honest truth, bro. She's been around the world. She's, you know, met popes. She's talked to people, thousands of people in congregations. You know what I mean? Like she literally was a nun, bro. She was a sister, you know, in the convent. She got sick to the point where she had to stop. She was becoming, you know, she wasn't fully uh, through with everything. So they sent her home. They said, you need to get better before you can come back. And then when she did come back, um, she decided, you know what? Maybe I just want to hold off a little bit. She came to the United States and that's where she met my father. And then from there, they basically just, they ran the church, bro. It was like, she was like a nun and my dad was like a priest. He was a deacon and, and she was doing her thing, bro. And that's the environment that I grew up in. And all I remember is them just representing in the church and going all over the world and speaking engagements and doing all these things. And people, when they, they meet my mom, it was almost like, you know, like holy, holy, like reverence. You know, <laughs> I knew my mom as the strong, like, you better, you know, do your homework. You better do all that stuff before you want to think, even think about, you know, playing video games. It was very structured, you know, and she would kick my ass if I needed it, you know, and but kept me in a line. But I always knew to respect that. I never pushed my older, my older brothers. That's another story. They, they would always push her to the next level. Me, I, I watched them and I used to watch their asses get beat. And I was like, nah, nah, I'm not even going to mess with that. I already know, you know, so I, I figured other ways around to try to, you know, manipulate. But she was always there helping me. And what I told Tony from the beginning is like, man, you know, it was always difficult for me to be in social settings. I, like I said, I was an introvert. So being here and doing this, if I was doing this 15, 20 years ago, there was no way I would have been able to do it. It's been a lifelong, uh, you know, effort for me to go ahead and be able to speak in public and to be in social situations. I was always anxious and she would always be there pushing me. My name is Oscar. They call me the Oz, but they call me Gotti. Gotti is my nickname. That's what I'm, you know, growing up. That's what Tony used to call me, my mom. And it's short for Cariño. So, you know, Gotti, listen, you need to stop. You know, you're very intelligent. You're very handsome. You know, you, you're worth something. You know, the people are going to listen to what you have to say. And you shouldn't be afraid and da-da-da. You know, she would always give me that motivation. And I was just like, ah, you know, nah, nah, nah. But finally... <laughs> After so many years, I started, you know, listening to those words of wisdom from her and and, and all the, you know, like, dude, it, it was almost like a, a TV show when you have that that mother, that 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 role, and she would just have the perfect words whenever you needed them. That was my mom, and 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 it's but it was for everybody in the community, and it's just it's just amazing to me to this very day. Like you said, it's four foot eleven, but it's man when she gets in front of a crowd, she's like a giant, bro. Like it's unbelievable. Well. You've given her so many flowers to both of you. Say her name, man, and thank her right now. Why not? Ramonita Torres. <laughs> Ramos. There you go. Yeah, you're, you're lucky she didn't take the Joe Jackson approach. Listen, I left Ooh. that part out. <laughs> I, re I specifically yeah, re remember the one time I, I got Joe Jackson. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, but you probably oh, deserved it. That I wasn't, for, it. I that, that wasn't for, for fear of public speaking. It was no, for, no, no, no. You know. I earned that one. For punishment of public speaking. <laughs> there was there was more than the chancleta getting thrown around. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. it's just... <laughs> it was one of those you got the black belt and they snapped that. Yeah, you snap, and snap it. Yeah, 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 getting ready, yeah, you know, yeah. getting that primer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It like, yeah. It's powerful what you just, what both of you shared because this is the power of storytelling and how, and these are quotes we're not even getting into the full episode yeah. mm -hmm. and the impact these episodes have. And this is why Siempre Palante was created to inspire, to bring back those beautiful memories, but also to honor the people while they're here too. You know, I heard, I heard someone say this not too long ago. It was recent. You know, I'm going to give you your flowers while you're here. Yeah. Don't wait till somebody's gone. Yeah. You know, so I feel like that's that's beautiful, both of you sharing that. And big shout out to Albertus Joseph 
This guy does some amazing artwork, man. If you haven't checked him out, Mihente Gul, Albertus Joseph, check out his work. And he really does a lot. His focus is on women. Majority of all his art is women, women of color, indigenous, black, Latina. Like the majority of his artwork is that. And, and when you see some of the indigenous pieces he's done, I mean, I'm wow. It's it's stunning. It's inspiring. It gives you chills. I mean, and this brother really loves art and he's just a, a good soul, man. Like a really, some, a person you have a, like you'll talk to this guy. I'm telling you, I've talked to this guy and I've looked at the clock and I'm like, man, I got, I got to get, I got to go. Because this, this dude, if you think I talk, man, this brother, but, but it's, but look, Albertus, man, you're listening. It's love. I mean it with love because you get into these really, Old conversations, yeah, and um, and it's interesting because his first path, like his journey, didn't start with art. He always had art in his family, his upbringing. I don't want to spoil it too much, mm-hmm. but it's really wild how he was went to Rutgers to be an engineer, following his dad's steps, and then he was just not doing it. And the only class he was successful in was art. He passed that. That's what kept him afloat. And he got put, I guess, on that probation and all that. But then he recovered and he changed his major and the rest is history. But it's it's really cool, man. That's, and his family, when you hear that episode, everything's family. Yeah. Everything's family. And family instilled that in him. His, his mother, you know, was an artist. You know, his dad was an engineer, but his dad taught him other things about life. You know, they were living in the rainforest in South America for a while. Like, the story's wild. Yeah, yeah. So you really <laughs> definitely got to check it out. But so we got, man, big shout out to Albertus. Check them out. This next episode, this is this is recent. This is episode 17, Diecisiete. Can't Stop, Won't Stop, featuring my brother Keith Salandi, a.k.a. K-Banger. Check it out. A guy growing up in suburbia, exposed to the streets, Island roots transplanted in America, Jersey and New York, Calypso, dance hall, reggae, son, salsa, merengue, bachata, and hip hop. This is what has made me what I am today. This is what has influenced me. Early on, I couldn't turn away from any of it. I loved all of it. I embraced all of it. And to give you a little context about this brother, I've known him for more than 30 years. Mm. We have come full circle in our lives a few times. And this last go round, not the not not the last, I would say it's not the last, but I feel like this this go around is more solidified than ever. Um, and he's got a he's got a, a single that's out now called Cloud Nine. Man, I'm going to share it with you guys. It's, it's amazing. But what he's doing as far as music, he, you know, 15, 16, I think it was around 15, I started building with him. And yeah, I mean, it's 30 years and he's an amazing musician, educator, producer. I mean, he's a musical genius to me, man. And this brother, it's his time's going to come. I feel like he's he's that artist, the best artist you you really haven't heard yet. A lot of people have heard him in different scopes, underground and everything. He's done a lot of amazing things. But K, man, he's, man, big shout out to K. So what do you, what do you guys got for this, man? What'd you feel about this? Yeah, he, uh, would you, he in the episode, it said, was it, pub, he opened Public Enemy, was it? Or? Public Enemy, he's, yeah. man, he's, yeah. He, he's, he, yeah, he's done so much stuff that yeah. it blows your mind. Yeah, I, I remember him saying that he, uh, like there was a lot of, I guess early on he was like, you know, he was winning contests and stuff like that. But then hurdles started to appear and to his credit, man, he's like, bro, I just kept adapting. He ended up, I saw he did the, uh, he ended up at BET, which, you know, something to hang your hat on. I mean, not everybody could say that. And that's just like the, the overall themes with a lot of your episodes, man, is always like adapt, overcome, you know, <laughs> I can see why it's called Siempre, but I don't know if you do it on purpose, but every episode always kind of has that, that theme to it where, and this cat, he obviously is like, yo, okay, 
doors open, then they close. Am I just going to sit there and cry in the corner? Nah, I'm going to go to the next one, to the next one. And, um, and, I, and then I remember you said, like, he brought you up. Like, he was like, you know, when he started gaining some traction, he didn't just close the door and forget about the homies. Like we talked about earlier, he was like, yo, my man over here, this, that, and the other. So that that's kind of cool that that he he was able to, like you said, bring you up or bring uh, attention to your music and things like that. So, hey, man, I wish him nothing but success. Like you said, if he's the best dude we haven't heard yet, you know, maybe maybe, maybe his time is, is coming soon. You know? I feel it is. I don't know. I just feel there's a reason God puts people in your path again, right? Like it's just, we, we lost touch for a little bit and we came back and, and it's interesting because it's, uh, you know, he shared with me that this time timing of this episode was important and it meant a lot to him. And that meant a lot to me for to hear that from him. And when my guests share that, and Mm -hmm. that's why you do this too. Like it's, you know, yes, the fame, the success and all that will come. The money will come. You build something solid where you help people and you let give them a chance to really have a space to share their story. I mean, what we're doing right now, we're breaking bread. I mean, we're we're chopping it up. And look, mommy came up, right? <laughs> yeah. you know? I mean, that's and that's the beauty of it. And it allows you to reflect and appreciate things that you have more than ever. So I feel, you know, okay. Kay's going to have his time. I mean, he's done some amazing things. And when I say you never heard it, because it's like, when you think about it, there's so many talented folks out there, musicians, artists, yeah. that, man, it's, it's the, 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 the time is coming. So what's, what's up, Oz? What, what you got to say about this? Yeah, one? I mean, I mean, it seems to me like, you know, we talk about overcoming and the music industry more than anything, bro. You and I know how difficult it is to, to break in and, and 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 break out what they call you know and, and become somebody that that can that can blow up it's just there's so many hoops and like you said every time a door opens another one closes and is you can easily be frustrated and just give up you know i've been there and i i've given up that's something that was a dream of mine when i was younger so i know exactly you know what kay's been doing and and what you giraldo you know, th- those dreams that you have growing up of, of wanting to create that music and, and be out there and, you know, and just share with the world what, what you know that you can do. And, you know, but there's a lot of people out there that do it as well, you know, so, it's, you know, and some people have the easy path and it seems like they're like, you know, just given that path and it's, everything goes good for them. And then others, it's just like constantly struggling. You know, they talk about the starving artist and, you know, with, with Kay, you, if, if you like, when you're in these positions, there's only two things you can do. You can give up or you keep going. Siempre para adelante. Just keep forward. Keep going. And eventually, you know, all that, the fruits of your labor, they're gonna, you know, it's going to come to fruition. And and I, I believe, you know, from from what I can hear from him and, and the passion that he has for what he does, I believe it's going to happen too, man. And you got to just speak it into existence. Put it out in the universe. That's and right. you constantly just keep it going. Keep it moving. And That's right. yeah, bro. And, it, you know, you may not ever blow up to where, you know, you're, you're number one on the charts. But, uh, you know, if, if you know that you did your best and you put your, you know, your best foot forward and you made it to where you won and you're happy and you're content because you don't have any regrets. And that's one thing that I've learned is like, listen, I don't want to live my life with any regrets anymore. You know, if, if, I, if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it to the best of my ability and say, yeah, you know what? I gave it my all. It just didn't work out but I know that I put everything I had into it, you know? So no more regrets, no more half-ass to, you know, I'm too old for that. So if I'm going to, you know, focus on something, I'm going to make sure your tone, no matter what, let's kick ass, bro. You know what I mean? We, we, you know, they might not listen to us. They might not like us, but I know that if we just sit back 10, 15 years from now and be like, yo, remember when we did that podcast? Yo, that shit was dope. I'm sorry. And, you know, we did everything we could, to, to move it forward, man. And, and, and I can see that with Kay. All right. That's peace right there. That's, uh, and, and I know right now he's in this point where these opportunities are, are manifesting and, and a lot of good things are happening. And, and the interesting thing is he's like, he keeps poking at me, like poking the bear, like, Hey, come on, man. You got to do one more. You got to get back in. And, and I do got unfinished business. I'm no, just no saying, regrets, bro. Listen, if, if you have an opportunity Take it, bro. 
Oh yeah. yeah. Take it. You oh, yeah. listen. You only live once. You know, I, I don't believe in reincarnation. It might happen, but I don't know. But as for right now, all I know is this is you got one life to live. Just yep. live it, bro. Oh, it's uh let me tell you something. There's there's something that is is uh it keeps coming back like in my mind. I'm like, you know what? I got unfinished business. Yeah. And um yeah. I've already made calls and I'm like, you know what? It's gonna happen. It's just time, right? It's 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 really managing time. I think with all of us, we're, we're all, you know, familia first. Yeah. And I feel like that's the biggest thing. You know, how do you balance this so that when you do it, you gave it everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't leave nothing on the table. Y lo, lo hace con gana. Yeah. Right? Like, not not just like, eh, nah. Right. When you do it, you do it right. Todo lo que da. Fuera con la navaja, bro. Like, <laughs> my dad used to say that, bro. I was like, man, I used to, like, he used to say it now. Fuera, bro. <laughs> like, like, let's go you know so but yeah man I mean this, this is this is what Siempre Palante is about 